Hey everyone, this week on the podcast, I talked to Vula Stratton from Vula's Greek Suites. We talked a little bit about why she started a restaurant, uh, a little bit about burnout, and we just had a really nice talk on a really hot day. So this has been probably my favorite podcast so far. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did, and I uh, look forward to seeing you next week. All right, everybody. I'm here with uh, Vula Stratton. I got that right? Mm-hmm. All right, good. <laughs> From uh, Vula's Creek Suites, how are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm hot. <laughs> I'm a little cranky. Yeah. Uh, Same here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that happens when it's 95 degrees out for the entire day. Um, so, last I talked to you, you were headed out for vacation. Did you get some good relaxation out of that? Absolutely. I waited a year and a half for that, and it was well worth it. First vacation in a year and a half. First vacation. Wow. Actual vacation. But it was awesome. Totally worth it. Whole week off. Colorado. There's a lot of value to a whole week off instead of one day here, one day there. And also a whole week off of the store being closed. Oh, so you don't have to so, worry about it. Absolutely. That's nice. And everyone got a break. So That's we nice. all work really hard and everyone yeah. deserves a good week. Recharging the batteries, especially when it's a more than a full-time job, yeah. <laughs> I think means a lot to everybody. Absolutely. So what was your background before you started the restaurant? Photography, studio art. Okay. Um, I graduated from Nazareth with an art degree, and I focused on um, black and white printing. And I ended up moving to New York and working printing black and whites for a few of the museums there. Um, Unfortunately, I got really sick from all the chemicals. Oh, really? But I was always working in the restaurant business while doing that job. Yeah, not an easy way to make a full-time living as an art person. Definitely not. No, not at all. I enjoyed it, but I'm glad glad I got to do it. It was the other thing in my life besides doing this that I really wanted to do. And it was totally wonderful. So... Yeah, it's always good to uh, always good to try out all of your passions. I mean, yeah, I don't feel like I'm missing anything now. That's good. Yeah. So, since you don't have a professional cooking background other than you know working in restaurants, mm-hmm. um, what, what was your background in food before that? Watching my mom and my grandma, um, everyone in my family cooking. I guess. I really enjoy cooking. Cooking is the same thing as art to me. I just have a... When I'm doing it, it feels the same as... It sounds cheesy, but as if I'm, like, creating a composition on paper or wherever. Sculpture, anything. Um, I did do a lot of sculpture in college as well, so I think... That seriously helped me in bread making and understanding how things are supposed to feel. Yeah, I've found that bread and, like, um, I've been messing around with pizza recently. There's so much feel involved 
that I don't have. I have it you makes know, you crazy. Yeah, I've got. I don't either. Yeah. No, no one does. That's why bakers are nuts. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy <laughs> thing. Yeah. Because unless you have that, you know, hundreds and it's thousands just, of hours of experience, it just takes time. I'm looking forward to when I get that <laughs> feel in my clunky man. Hands. You have to do it every day, honestly. <laughs> I don't know if I have the patience to do that in my awful electric. I didn't think I did either, but you know, some days I just want to throw the dough ball at the wall. (laughs) So, so I mean, that's how you end up starting a restaurant. But why Greek cuisine? Is that your uh, your background? Well, I'm Greek. Well, I I kind of I hope so. So, is that the food you grew up with? Though it is all kind of everything here. I grew up with everything. Um, A few things are my own spin. Um, I don't know, like hummus isn't typically Greek. Right, it's more... Middle Eastern, Mediterranean, but that's like the only non, totally non-traditional Greek thing that I have in here, but I love making hummus. It's the first thing I ever taught myself how to make. It's so delicious and and so easy to do. It is, for sure. Um, And I just, I don't know, I watched everyone in my family cook this way, and that's how I learned, eating the food. And I guess there has to be something that is just, you know, inside of me where I know, like, how to do it. I don't know why, but (laughs) I'm happy to have that gift, I guess, in my life. Um, I don't even, like say things like that about myself, but really think that I have a good sense for how things are supposed to taste. Yeah, and I think that kind of exposure to it all the time when you're growing up helps a lot. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's thousands and thousands of hours of experience just right there. Absolutely. Um, like Taco Bell or Pizza Hut, only for Book It. Taco Bell, well, maybe once every couple of years. I love Book It. I got those personal pan pizzas all the time. Yeah, but um, every other night was like, hell no. You're eating your greens with your olive oil and your grandmother's bread and you know grandma made this for dessert mom made this for dinner and you're going to eat it and you're going to like it except uh oh except except when I was 13 and I told my parents they didn't want to eat meat anymore full time? yeah continuing? yeah continuing I'm 31 good for you um not so much I mean I just don't like meat some people don't like onions mm-hmm. it's just something I can, just can't can't stomach but I do eat fish certain types of fish it's sure. really a texture thing for me and I just I don't know I just am like totally grossed out by it yeah so yeah, um, I've been experimenting with uh, vegetarianism myself recently I've done a, a whole month just vegetables no fish meats no anything mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I started coming here was because your menu was very focused on non-meat food. I won't even say vegetarian food. It's just non-meat food. Exactly. And, like, the coolest thing about it is, other than the substitution of the soy meat and the pastizio and the papasaki, everything else... There's no substitutes. It's real, authentic, vegetarian Greek cuisine. Right. Because Greeks are 
so focused on meat because of religion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, more than half the year you can't eat meat. And so these are the things that typically every day in a Greek home that people eat. Hmm. It's interesting because most people think Greeks, they think, you know, lamb, they think, sure. everything about it because there's so many different varieties of food that you can eat and um, meat is definitely not the most important part of it so it's pretty easy to run a vegetarian Greek restaurant even though it sounds so unheard of um, yeah, absolutely. a lot of people come in here and don't know it's a vegetarian restaurant and I think that's the that's the best way I also don't push that I don't right. say anything about it. We're just here. We exist this way is how I decided. Another thing is cross-contamination and things like that. I just feel like it's cleaner. Everything in the back is so simple to clean. There's no questions of anything going wrong or anything that would be able to get anyone sick. Or having the smell of lamb grilling in the back, which I'm not opposed to maybe at another location. Maybe. Right. Maybe. But here, here you have all these baked goods and stuff like that. It just doesn't go. Right. So that's why, you know. And I think that's the thing. If it's done right, there shouldn't be an issue for anybody. No. Because good food is good food regardless if there's meat, no meat. Absolutely. And I think people can enjoy it for what it is and say, oh, Oh, I just ate vegetarian. I really enjoyed it. I think it opens people's eyes to that, too. Yeah, totally. I guess for me, I don't think of it that way because I've been a vegetarian for so many, almost 20 years, that I just don't think of it that way. Right. It just seems normal. Yeah. It is pretty normal. Yeah. and that one, It's so mainstream nowadays. That yeah, totally. It's not... I don't think it's seen as odd anymore either. No. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see people doing cool vegetarian food. Yeah. And stuff that you can just enjoy and not there, remember. The thing is, what's good for vegetarians in particular that come here, it's not like you go to a restaurant with people. Like, you can bring anyone here and they're going to like everything, even though they're not. And not everything, you know what I mean, even though they're not vegetarian. But well, when sure. you take a vegetarian to a restaurant... And they're like, oh, here's a grilled cheese, or a, right. this is, you know, and just... Here's your token dish, you know, yeah. go away now. <laughs> I how, don't know. How many times can you have a grilled portobello mushroom? Exactly, and, that's the worst, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, and even that, it's not a terrible thing if you do it yourself and you do it right, but how many times is it the only option on a menu? It's very disappointing. Almost, almost Almost times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a veggie burger. Oh, and packaged <laughs> veggie burger. And then it's I mean, not uh, even good for you. So. No. Yeah. So, you mentioned the baked goods. Your selection of Greek baked goods is pretty extensive. I mean, more than just about everywhere I've seen. Well, it is um, in the name. <laughs> it, is, it is in the name, so I appreciate that there's a uh, focus on that. Um I mean, you have what? You've got well over a dozen things regularly, right? 20, yeah. Do you want me to tell you why it's all in the name? I say go for it. Okay. <laughs> because I really liked how Greeks, Greek sweets sounded together. I also visually saw the two words next to each other with the double E. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, let's just do 
a bakery with some spina copita and maybe some salads. Right. I did not want a restaurant <laughs> at all. How did that turn out? Not so good. Instantly, almost instantly, like a couple of months, it started to turn into a restaurant. That's where all of, you know, everything, the business is coming from that. Um, I expected to be at this point from the day that we started three years, four years down the road because I wanted to ease into it. I wanted to, to really understand everything, all of the science behind all of the baking, like really get it down pat. That's not what people wanted. <laughs> I mean, they still do, but it was more the food, and then I just had to, like, think on my feet and, like, okay, well, this, that, I guess. Um, I just go for it. Went from six chairs to quite a few more. <laughs> quite a few more. And I think that's, you know, despite the fact that it's quite a few more chairs than uh, six, you know, the, the vibe of the place has always been very welcoming and casual. Um, you know, obviously, maybe it wasn't the intent to have it that size, but is the feel the way you want it to it's be? exactly the way I want it to be. Even sitting here talking to you, I'm very comfortable in here. And also has a lot to do with my staff. Um, I don't worry. I have the best people on earth helping me. So, um, they've become my very good friends. They're like family, and they treat the place as if it's their own, which is really cool. I think that's the best thing you can hope for is actually enjoying where you are. Yeah. You know, it's it's very valuable not to your not only to your you know day to day life, but yeah. being able to relax a little bit on occasion. And I totally, I'm totally comfortable every time that I. I step out, and now it went from working 90-some-odd hours a week um, for a good year and three months to, in the last couple of months, um, I'm working, like, 55, I want to say, recently. That's almost normal. That's, like, nothing. Yeah, it almost feels like you're you're uh, you're slacking off. I'm sure. It does. I feel like I am totally slacking. <laughs> um, but the more, like every little taste, I get more of. I guess um, being outside of the store, I just I understand now. I'm reliving <laughs> my life that yeah. was before I opened the store. Um, but like so much better than it ever was before this. This makes me so happy. Like, I I really want everyone to enjoy everything. They come in here, the whole experience, the food. And to get to know people in here is really special. I think that's something people have picked up on. I mean, on all the reviews I've read, all the people I've talked to, it's, you know, you're always coming up and talking to everybody and being very personable. Like, why not? Right. You know, you love what you do. Yeah, I think people appreciate that. They really want that direct contact with the person who cares about I can assure you it is not for me to gain more business. (laughs) It is just me. Um, And I've worked in so many places my whole life. And I've always been like that. No matter who I worked for, I was the same way. And because I really, really enjoy this business, you know really cool and I'm so 
lucky to have the family that I have to help me start this. I mean, there's no way. I, you know, I'm 31 years old. There's no way I could have invested all this money into this by myself. Um, but they have believed in me, and you know, with that, it's like that's where all the strength comes, and that's how I was able to work as many hours as I did for as long as I did. I mean, that's it's a crazy amount. That's something I've always been fascinated with: is the grind, the that sacrifice that people in food make to basically, you know, serve the public, to serve people, to give all of themselves to something but they really care about. But know that those people wouldn't do it if they didn't love it. Yeah. Especially the ones that work that many hours. Um, it's something that, as anything, if you really love something, you're going to, all you're going to do when you get out of that job is you're going to go home and you're going to sleep. You're yeah. going to get up and you're going to do the same thing the next day which is what I did for the longest time. And honestly, only as of before the vacation, a couple, I want to say a good month and a half, I've been actually stepping out. And this is the perfect time to talk to someone about it, too, because I haven't been able to really reflect on, like, holy crap, like, so much has happened in the past like, year and a half. Is yeah. it a year and a half you've yeah. been open now? Yep. A year and a half. Doesn't seem like that long. I mean, even just as somebody who's you know been watching, yeah, it um, seems like a kind of a kind of a like a, a brunch and you know dessert mainstay at this point. It feels like a good year and a half. <laughs> it feels feels um it feels like longer, but that's just because it was for me before being open. All of the construction, the mm-hmm. red tape. Red tape. The worst. But I knew they had too much trouble, I think, because we opened up in a location that the city is trying to develop. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's not the neighborhood you'd think of for this, necessarily. And as a reason that we are not on the avenue right now, as now, the way things are, we have a parking lot, so it's just kind of... I think even if I do have another location, it might even be tucked away again, because it's a destination spot. Yeah. It's everyone's little secret. Because when you walk into the building, you're like, you don't think it's going to look like this inside. No. I basically said to my parents and my family, I said, no matter what, like, it doesn't matter where we put it. We just got to make it look cool inside. And, like, that's where I was able to use my degree. And I'm obsessed with knickknacks and old plates before this. You should see my house. <laughs> my husband was very happy that I was able to bring so many to the store. Um... But yeah, that's how you know. Here it is. Yeah, people find you know you have, you know the mismatched chairs and the coffee cups. It it feels very homey, very comfortable, and you know especially for for brunch, which is the way I got exposed to the place yeah. for the first time. Was you want to come in on a Saturday and you want to feel you want to feel comfortable and you want to eat something that's filling and you don't want to feel terrible afterwards. You don't want to feel crappy. <laughs> I hate breakfast out. I, do I too. really do because so often either you feel terrible, you're overpaying, there's so many people there. It just feels they it are never being feels right. In and out. Yeah, it never feels good when you leave a place for brunch. At least I never do. Yeah. And that was the thing I noticed right away was I just felt good leaving and Aww, coming and going. I guess you know um I guess 
the whole vibe about it is like I lived in New York City for about five years and there are so many different places there that were like where you weren't rushed in and out it was something you know unique and um, and delicious and interesting so you know I someone's coming here they made a point out of their day to come in to my shop and that means so much to me so like thank you you know you don't want to have anyone feel like they need to leave or anything like that and you know what most people are so awesome that they just see a line and they get up yeah and that's, you know? that's pretty and that's awesome like, when people have a feel for it and they, they care about the place yeah so I feel very blessed so, getting off of some of the other things, um, last time we were here, we tried the uh, mastic ice cream, which mm-hmm. I had never heard of until I came here. Um, Another thing I learned in New York. Yeah? Yes. I learned of the... I've always had the flavor in baking um, and growing up, but the first time I tried it was in New York. So, anyways... I mean, I'm obsessed with interesting flavors and unique things, especially here in Rochester, where it's a very traditional food town in a lot of ways. Yeah. And we're getting out of that now, finally, into more interesting and different things for the city. So when I saw Mastic Ice Cream, and I'm like, oh, it's made by the Eat Me Ice Cream girls, who mm-hmm. I love their stuff. They are awesome. It's, you know, they're they're nice people. They're they do, the coolest. And they're really doing new, cool flavors. Yeah. I mean, lavender and an ice cream. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing that here. No. Um, how did you guys end up teaming up? Well, it's like how you said you love them, because they're yeah. wonderful girls. I started feeling the same way once I met them through a friend of, my, a, friend of a friend. Um, and I just met them out. We kind of, I guess, run with the same crowd. And instantly it was like, these are my new friends. Like, I love these girls. They're amazing. And we had just been talking for months about maybe doing a, a flavor for here. And they were really focused a little bit. I mean, you know, back of ice cream or whatever. Sure, I mean, it's it's the obvious. Which is great, well, which we'll probably is. end up doing someday. But when I lived in New York, uh, there was almost like a rivalry between a couple of the fancier Greek restaurants for the mastic ice cream, hmm. which is mastica, that's what we call it. Um, and the chef at the restaurant that I worked at, which is called Amos on Vanderbilt, it's right across from Grand Central. Oh, okay. He was like, you got to try this mastica ice cream. And I was like, what? Mastia ice cream? It's one of my favorite flavors. The worst thing about it, though, is you can't describe the damn ice cream. No, it's, it's really hard unless you just I, go ahead and say, you know what? It tastes like it tastes like a tree. vanilla with a... With, yeah, it tastes like a pine tree at the end. It's like a tree. But in the best possible way. I know. I it's, know. It's so it's earthy. Hard. It's yeah. so unique. It's um, hard sometimes to describe those offbeat flavors without saying... It's a tree sap that's yeah. ground up with the mortar and pestle and... And the girls were like, hey, look, yeah, we'll try it. So I gave them some mastica, and they started making the ice cream. Their first batch was awesome. They nailed it. And then, actually, as of last week, they brought me vegan 
um, masika, which is a vegan coconut. Yeah, and the um, coconut, coconut the, masika. The texture is awesome on the vegan they, ice cream. You almost don't notice a difference. They're insanely talented girls. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then it's something that's hard to do is to replicate that creaminess mm-hmm. that, that you get in cream without the cream. It tastes like a regular ice cream. It's... It's definitely an art Especially form. for me, who's becoming more lactose intolerant as oh, the years go on. It's the it's, worst. That's the best thing for me, because I have ma- Masika vegan ice cream. Like, what the heck? Absolutely. Which I probably am just going to go ahead and say this. We're probably the only place in the world that has a vegan Masika ice cream. You're probably right. We also might be the only vegetarian Greek uh, restaurant in the country. I don't know. I've been looking it up. I haven't <laughs> found another one. <laughs> So I'm here with trendsetter Lula Stratton. Uh, no, I just, I, I always, you know, look stuff up like that to see, of course, for ideas and research. Yeah. You know. And another thing, like when we went to Colorado, everyone out there is making deviled eggs. It was on every menu we ate. Yeah, I've seen that recently. It seems like deviled eggs. It's like been... a new trend. So I made them for brunch, which yeah. instead of using mayonnaise, um, I used the castiti, which is the feta and roasted pepper jalapeno dip. That's a great idea. And scallion, and there's a basil plant in the front there from my grandma Maria, who passed away. It's her plant, and we keep growing it. So I chop some of that up and put some scallions and veganaise instead of mayonnaise because there's too much richness already in the cheese. And it just worked out. It sounds like a great combination. It was especially good. with a little Spicy bit of with eggs. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like spicy with eggs? I know. It works for brunch. I mean, why wouldn't it work exactly. in a death Exactly. So we thought also, I just, I like to have... It's all, like, everything about this and about cooking for me is 100% visual first. I suppose that's the artist If it looks like it's supposed to go together, it's probably supposed to go together. I mean, yes, of course, there's other senses. There's taste and smell involved and, like, but really the first thing first for me is how something looks. And another reason I like to use different plates because I really like to plate stuff that'll look cool on a certain plate or it'll match it, you know. So, yeah. So, we talked about mastic, which is definitely an odd ingredient. Um, is there anything else you've been thinking about trying or something yeah. you haven't been able to fit in that you want to uh, try out? Well, we're going to try uh, my friend Lori, who's helping me doing the prep. Um, she's amazing. She is vegan herself. And, you know, like I said, I didn't want to, like, go there and do, like, fake meat stuff. We're, we're considering making our own seitan. Interesting. And making it, spicing it as gyro and slicing it and making, like, vegan and vegetarian gyros, um, which I think would be really good. It's one of those things where you have <laughs> to be... Something new that yeah. I've never tried. You have to be careful not to make it, you know, oh, we're substituting this for this. You yeah. really have to make it taste That's why I want to make it. I think you have to. Yeah. So many no. of those meat substitutes are just miserable to No. Eat. I mean, with the ground, the ground soy meat that I use, I um, have considered making that. But I have a really good blend of three different brands that I buy to get the perfect consistency, which I'm pretty happy with. And most carnivores have no idea that they're not meat. So we'll see. I'm going to experiment with more of that. Nice. So, yeah. so 
probably don't get a lot of chance to cook at home at this point. Lately, I have. Have you? What have you been cooking at home? Anything different than what you're doing Definitely here? Definitely not Greek. Definitely not Greek. Definitely not Greek. No. <laughs> Little uh, variations on what I, you know, I really do eat fairly healthy. So do a lot of like boiling, like Swiss chard and stuff like that. Just simple olive oil. Um, you know, I'll make. Because, you know, we don't have seafood here either. Like, usually I'll grill clams or something oh. with my husband. And um, basically, simple vegetables. I really like balsamic vinegar, but it's not in too many great recipes. So I use that a lot at home. Mm-hmm. I cook way more Italian at home than I, <laughs> than I do. Italian's great. It's, so, it's so, so simple and It's similar, so but you also, you know, I can't... There are certain things wow. I do want to do here, but I just... Um, pretty, you know, I mean, this is like a, a Greek restaurant. This is a very, very traditional Greek food. Mm-hmm. Not, not all my soups are extremely traditional Greek, but I try to stay in the, in that, um, that's where I, I guess that's one place in here that I let loose and do something like <laughs> that I just totally make up that day and half the time, you know. Write it down, and yeah, it's that soup that day. Sure. So, so I've been asking everybody if you know they get a chance to eat out at all because I'm I'm all about you know finding different places in Rochester. I consider it research. (laughs) No, I one thing I like to do the most is to go other places and eat. Um, It's really nice to have someone else cook for you. It really is. And to wash the dishes and to do everything. Because in here, man, everyone everyone shares in all of the work that it takes to run this restaurant. So I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I try, you know, I probably go out twice a week to other restaurants. Do you have some favorite places yeah. that you're like a, I wouldn't say regular, but favorite places around My town? favorite restaurant in Rochester is Rocco. I've heard that from other uh, food professionals. Also, very, very close. I mean, just because of the cuisine and because of the way the menu is, I love Cure, but I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. So, I, um, Racco has a lot more for me to choose from that's vegetarian. So, But Cure, whatever I've eaten there, is freaking phenomenal. Um, as far as, like... You know, those are those are pretty much my two favorite places. Um, I think of where my husband and I go on random. I always think of like takeout for you know restaurant people. I don't know if you have a takeout place you go to. Um, Dogtown, hell yeah. Dogtown. <laughs> it's you know people call it a guilty pleasure, but they do such a good job. They with such have a simple thing. Great vegetarian options. They really do. Everything can be vegetarian on the menu, just about. What's crazy is you can eat somewhere with that kind of food and not get sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know that sounds terrible. To I know, say, I mean, but it's it's so good, so good. And they take such a simple thing and they do the little things they right. They do, but they also make things very unique. Yeah. In their own way. It's something that I always look for in restaurants, here included. When you do the little things right. Mm-hmm. Their bread is good. They have their own bread. Yep. 
you know, you it's guys have your own bread. It's detail. And it's it's the simple things for, it's a hot dog. Yeah. When you make your own toppings, you make your own vegetarian chili. Yeah. You make, you're getting your bread made from a local bakery. You yeah, really pay attention. I never really, I guess I don't eat, I try to not eat anywhere where they don't make everything in the store. And, you know, but when, when it's a place where, you know, they tell you where the bread's from or they tell you this, that's cool, too. That's cool. Um, But the whole soup mixes and stuff like that, why even bother? Go to the grocery store. Yeah. And I think that's the thing I'm most excited about the Rochester food scene right now is we've got a lot of locally sourced things. We've got people really pushing the homemade envelope. Um, you know, the, between the food trucks and yeah. you know, small places like this. My favorite food truck is the is Le Petit Poutine. They do such a good job, don't they? Lizzie is they're the, the best. best. They're the best French fries in Rochester. They're amazing. She's a hardworking girl. She gave me a lot of. Uh, I don't know. She she started to come in when we first opened, and a lot of advice, and it just felt good to see another girl my age entrepreneur pushing real hard and just going for it doing something from her background now look at her yeah it's amazing how popular they are I know know she has a partner now too which is is great you know again you need it to take that load off your back you have to and now like I'm moving not moving towards having a partner but I'm moving towards you know giving people more responsibility and trusting which trust is not an issue it's just like Trusting that they feel okay to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, when, not when, overwhelming someone and not overloading someone with amounts of work to do. Because everyone needs a balance in their life. So, we're getting there. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And I'm really happy to hear that everything's going well. And It's really cool. You guys are thriving over here, which is... We're doing, we're doing great. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, all thanks to word of mouth and... Like, thanks to everyone, because we really haven't advertised at all. Just Facebook and people telling people. And getting people... I think that's the best way to spread a business. If it's good, it's going to spread organically, and you get your audience in the place, and then you get that dedicated customer base. It's It's cool. I guess I never really think of it in... That way ever, and I don't think I ever will. So I just—it's good to hear. We'll continue to work my butt off and to be the best leader here that I can be to anyone, anyone that's working with me and helping me. Um, just taking care of everyone like a mom, and also learning how to take care of myself. And here also it is. important. Here it is. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, like I said, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. It's it's uh, very uh, it's very exciting to talk to people really excited about food. And I'm likewise, yeah, it's and, cool. <laughs> yeah, thanks for taking the time, and um, maybe we'll get a chance to talk again sometime. Sounds great. Thank you. Awesome.